if we accept your arguments, then what caused all this? The climate has always been changing, but the planet's geodynamics has suddenly changed only in the last 30 years. These global changes are caused by processes inside the Earth. These facts are well known and recorded in satellite data. In 1998, scientists detected a sharp leap-like shift in the core by observing the center of Earth's mass via satellites. As a result of the leap, the core shifted sharply northward towards the Tamir Peninsula. At the same time, scientists at the Medicina station in Italy recorded a gravity leap. Simultaneously with it, there happened a sharp change in the Earth's shape, measured by means of a laser-ranging system from U.S. satellites. The planet began to abnormally expand in the area of the equator, although earlier the trend was the opposite. Now, asymmetric crystallization of the core and unexplained phenomena in its very center are observed. Due to displacement of the core, the planet's rotation accelerates and its centrifugal force is growing. For this reason, magma sources in the mantle begin to sharply rise to the surface, undermining and heating the lithosphere from the inside. Consequently, magma rising in the area of lower pressure expands in volume and boils up. Its pressure on the Earth's crust increases. The expansion of magma pushes apart the tectonic plates, increases volcanic and seismic activity across the planet, and causes the number of cracks in the crust to grow rapidly. Through these cracks, water from the surface escapes deep into the crust. The thin oceanic crust is ruptured by magma, causing the ocean to heat up at the bottom. Rising magma leads to an increase in geothermal flow from the Earth's bowels beneath the glaciers of West Antarctica and Central Greenland, which melts glaciers from the bottom up. Numerous facts of increasing geothermal anomalies, cases of water boiling in wells, permafrost melting at great depths, and methane explosions have been recorded. Further prediction of the trends of rapid geodynamic and climatic changes indicates that in the coming decades, due to the rise of magma, a massive melting of glaciers will begin along with a rise in sea level. Increasing the number and the power of disastrous earthquakes, typhoons, and hurricane winds. Stratal volcanoes will erupt, which will lead to a long volcanic winter and disappearance of most life forms, including humans. Based on objective forecast, we have only five or ten years at most. There you go again, scaremongering us. Why do you say it will be catastrophe? And why in such a short in such a short time? Changes similar to what we now see occurred before the peak of the crushing disaster just about 12,000 years ago. Those events are called the Alared Oscillation and the Younger Dryas glaciation that followed. 12,800 years ago, global temperatures rose as much as 15 degrees Celsius within just a few years. Most of the ice sheets suddenly melted, and the Earth emerged from a full ice age. At that time, there were extreme floods and other natural disasters along with an intense sea level rise. The Gulf Stream stopped at that time, just as it is happening nowadays. Scientists from the University of Kansas have proven that about 12,800 years ago, there was a giant fire on Earth that covered a tenth of the entire planet's surface. 
Other researchers have also found that large fires raged in Siberia 12,000 years ago. Similarly, nowadays there are more and more large-scale fires that cannot be extinguished. Based on an analysis of satellite images, scientists have discovered that 10 to 13,000 years ago the largest known dunes formed in the Sahara Desert and other regions, indicating the enormous strength of winds during the Younger Dryas. A short-term intensification of winds during that period has also been documented from Greenland Ice Cores data and research in Alaska. Nowadays, the same phenomena are happening on Earth as during the Younger Dryas. We see winds, hurricanes, typhoons, and tornadoes intensifying and destroying entire cities, raising them to the ground. Right at the cycle change 12,000 years ago, there was a very intensive seismic activity. This is indicated by radiocarbon data, as well as paleographic reconstructions of the Younger Dryas. During the same time period, more than 12,000 years ago, as well as now, there was a drastic weakening of the magnetic field and a pole shift, which was called the Gothenburg Excursion. The reason for all these abrupt changes was an abnormal magmatic activity caused by changes in the core. This was expressed in large-scale volcanic eruptions that scientists recorded in the Younger Dryas by dust and traces of acid rains and glacial cores. Analysis of sediments found in Hall's cave points to volcanic eruptions that caused a volcanic winter about 13,000 years ago and glaciation across the globe. After the sudden warming in the Younger Dryas, an equally abrupt cooling occurred. This event caused a mass extinction of megafauna. Thousands of frozen mammoths and other mammals were found in the ice on the northern slopes of Siberia. There happened a drastic decline in the human population, including extinction of the Cro-Magnon. All of those catastrophic events occurred within just a few decades. But why do you say that what happened 12,000 years ago should happen again now? Maybe it was an accidental event, and it was caused by other reasons. The same catastrophic events occurred on the planet not only 12,000 years ago, but also earlier. Taking into account errors in dating, this cycle is very well traced in the geological data. Catastrophists among scientists wrote about it independently of each other in their books and works. Vladimir Bubnenkov, Vitaly Bushyev, Alexander Baturin, Igor Kopolov, Nikolai Petrov, Maynard White, Douglas Vogt, and many other scientists have come to understand the cyclicity of global cataclysms on Earth with a period of approximately 12,000 years. In geology, paleontology, and archaeology, there is numerous evidence of past disasters of this cycle. Each of these catastrophic events was characterized not only by abrupt changes in the climate situation, but also by complete geodynamic restructuring, weakening and excursion of the magnetic field, widespread disastrous volcanic eruptions, tectonic restructuring, atmospheric temperature variations by 10 to 15 degrees, and changes in the world's ocean levels by 20 to 50 meters, followed by large-scale glaciations. Since every cycle is accompanied by a change in the magnetic field and powerful volcanic eruptions, it clearly indicates that the cycle is associated with changes in the planet's core, just as it is happening now, 
we are entering the active phase of the cataclysmic cycle. But what causes this cycle? What makes the core shift? Researchers believe that this cyclicity is galactic in nature. That is, it is related to the rotation cycle of the galaxy. Every 12,000 years, radiation from the center of the universe affects the solar system and even influences the sun. In 1998, not only was the Earth's core recorded jumping, but also those of the moon, the sun, and other planets. In recent decades, scientists began to record drastic climate changes on all planets and satellites of the solar system. An increase in the number of giant storms and hurricanes, abnormal temperatures, an increase in volcanic and seismic activity. Now, an increased flux of cosmic radiation due to the low activity of the sun is detected on Earth. Scientists have found evidence that a similar bombardment by cosmic rays occurred 12,500 years ago. In addition, Every 12,000 years, an unknown flow of violent cosmic energy from the center of the universe comes to our planet. This high-energy impact occurs at the micro-level and has enormous potential to trigger a shift of the planet's core. Galactic radiation disrupts the life cycles of the biosphere. Trees begin to massively emit more carbon dioxide, whereas swamps emit compounds of deadly gases. This time, Earth may become another dead planet, just like Mars. The planet's immune system is now destroyed by the toxins that our technogenic civilization has excreted. The planet's diseased organism might not survive the enormous stresses which cyclicity creates every 12,000 years. Every 24,000 years, disasters are even more devastating since the solar system gets closer to the radiation from the center of the universe. We are now getting into this point of the near interaction the planet is living its last years. And so are we, if we remain idle. Why are you telling such things? It can only spread panic. People would give up in despair. For there is nothing we can do. Right. There is nothing we can do about it. You can't go against nature. What can we do if it's cosmic radiation? Do you have a specific solution? We can find this solution because there is always a counteraction to any action. A high energy flow is approaching our planet and we can put up a defense if we understand what kind of force and in what capacity we should counteract it with. It is necessary to unite all honest, conscientious researchers from various fields of science, technical experts, engineers, practitioners, and theorists who are ready for new discoveries because the task is multidimensional and multi-level. It is necessary to set one common goal at the level of all countries, to provide scientists with funding, access to advanced technologies, and truthful statistics of climatic and geophysical services. Even with our current technology, it is quite possible to counteract cosmic radiation. If the goal is one and society prioritizes preservation of civilization in every human life, then humanity will be able to find a solution on how to manage this high energy flow. But we have very little time to find the solution.
it is possible to unite the scientific potential of conscientious researchers only with the absolute support of the entire society and all countries. There can be no place for competition, private interests, and lust for profit. Openness of information for research may be available only in the creative society format, where there is no reason for wars and conflicts. In order to establish such a format of society, unification of all 8 billion people is indispensable. Creative society? What is creative society? Sounds like some utopian idea. Is this communism? Creative society is a format of society where, not on paper, but in practice, the highest values are every person's life, freedom, safety, and well-being. It's a society where there is no power of one person over another, where people themselves make decisions on key issues without shifting responsibility to a few individuals. All conditions are created for the development of one's personal potential for the benefit of all people, and the whole society takes care of every person. It's a world without wars, poverty, violence, or power. Such a society is beneficial to everyone. Unlike communism, the creative format cannot be built by force or via a revolution. Creative society is an opportunity to peacefully bring our civilization to a new stage of evolution within the shortest time possible. All legal, economic, and social mechanisms are available for that. But this requires true unification of people. This doesn't mean uniting our wallets or refrigerators, but uniting based on the values of humaneness, kindness, mutual help, and respect. We are 99% of the planet's population. We want to live as human beings. People all over the world are already uniting and acting to build the creative what society. What can we do right now? What can I do? Where do I start? You can join the Creative Society platform that already exists. Invite your friends, scientists, and all thinking people. You can tell the truth about climate change and the way out honestly and without smoothing over the rough spots through mass media. You can spread information about what is really going on, not to sow panic or fear, but to share the solution. People do not want to hear the truth because they are simply scared until they know there is a way out. Now, everything depends on each person, on you, my friend. Right now, you can tell all your friends, acquaintances, and relatives about what you learned and understood at the forum. Global crisis. We are people. We want to live. We should act now while we still have time so that we don't painfully regret later for not finding the right words and not being able to warn about the trouble. Creative Society is not a political or commercial organization. It's an association of ordinary people from all over the world who, despite any circumstance, act to save all of humanity. These are true heroes, just like you. Join us. We can do anything together with you. Hmm. Look here.
Now, look here. We can do this. It's realistic. I'm calling the director of the Institute of Volcanology. If even these people have understood, why don't you understand, my friend? <laughs>